you're having a good day, and welcome to Turning Tunes, episode five. To Turning Tunes, episode new mic. It's a new mic. With your new, your new narrator. Now this is, and it sounds pretty nice, even though we're sharing a mic this time. We're trying something new. Um, yes, our lovely roommate Finn bestowed upon yes, us this new mic. And this new mic. It looks like it looks like an orb. And yeah, it's like a snowball. Like yeah, anyway. an ice cream scoop. Uh, <laughs> music. That's all I think about now. Music. Yes. I think that's what they're there here for. Yes, music. We've got. Sorry, I dropped something. But <laughs> we're gonna do the shaker for transitions. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I like okay, it. Cool, cool. That's a that's a cool new thing. Take away DJ Pavi. Well. I'm Trevor Bolton, and uh, I'm with Julian Wyatt here, and we're going to talk about some music. First up, um, we're doing a new little thing for this episode. I know we normally talk about new albums, and that's always fun. Um, We'll get to one, though, but for the albums, we're going to do some of our favorite summer-themed albums. It's quite fun. Um, I'm excited about this one. Yeah. We do love our summer music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they they just radiate uh, good vibes, as Mm -hmm. the kids say. And um, yeah, I'm just, the... yeah, music to for all types of activities throughout the summer, whether you're swimming, laying back, you know, working mm-hmm. even, working uh, even, chilling, just in. They just radiate the summer mm-hmm. energy, you know. Mm-hmm. But we'll get more to that, and we'll start off with new singles first. New singles. Um, I don't have that many. I only have, I only and, wrote uh, about four. Yeah, I only um, have three actually. No, yeah, I only have three. Yes. Okay, but. Our goal this time around is we're going to try to keep this mm-hmm. a little more concise and brief because yeah. we realized our last few episodes were like 40 really minutes long. <laughs> pushing an hour. So, yeah, you know, let's make Get this, straight to the point, boys. Let's make Come this on. TikTok attention span. Yes. All right. That's we all go. we look at, right? <laughs> anyway, singles. Parcels got a new singles. I'm very excited for that. Parcels. We, we talked about their live. <laughs> the Parcels uh, shaker. I love Parcels. They're my favorite band right now. They are a funk uh, also, you know, they got some electronic influence. They got mm-hmm. some. They got their five-part harmonies. Their yeah. They're they beautiful. got their soul influence. They got, they got, got their, their uh, dubstep influence. But they've got <laughs> a new kind of disco-y esque um, heavy, heavy, um, heavy, heavy string string arrangements or orchestration. Lots of mm-hmm. orchestration on this one. Lost the word; it just flew away from me. Heavy orchestration that works perfectly. Oh yeah, um, we already knew that they had great falsettos, and mm-hmm. um, I, I believe it's just the one dude this time, and uh, they're doing quite amazing. Um, and I'm ho- happy to see that they're releasing new music. And I, I, I don't know if this will be part of an album or anything, but I really hope so. But this yeah. song feels very—it's uplifting, mm-hmm. happy, and it, it definitely feels like a song mm-hmm. for the times that they're trying to do for yeah. sure, like with. You know, summer coming and hopefully the end of quarantine mm-hmm. coming. You know, all that free. I mean, yeah, it's free. all in the name. You know. And uh, so, yeah, that's a good one. It, yeah, the song is great. It slowly builds as it goes on, um, which I, which I thought was great with all the string arrangements. And uh, it's a great one. I'm excited for more. A short and upbeat, sweet too. Upbeat, yeah. short and sweet. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was good. And next, I had "Blouse" by Claro. This song genuinely <laughs> impressed me. I was. Because, I, I mean, I already really like Claro, and she has a good, you know, kind of bedroom pop feel mm-hmm. with some unique uh, melodies, mm-hmm. unique uh, harmonies. Um, but I wasn't sure if I wanted more of the same, but she really mm-hmm. hit me with a, what I called to Trevor last night, a pretty quintessential singer-song, modern singer-song, mm-hmm. writer-song, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's just her and some guitar, or a very rhythmic guitar, you don't even mm-hmm. need drums. Um, and the entire song has harmonies. I think three-part 
of her voice. Yeah. And she has the silkiest, smoothest voice, and it's beautiful. And I love the lyrics. Yeah, so. it's it's very beautiful, great lyrics, and that guitar part is amazing. I, I just am echoing what you're saying, but it, it's a good one, and I'm excited for more music from her as well. Yes. It's very good. More stuff like that. And, I mean, she's working with a lot of different artists right now, like... Uh, uh, Lord, she did worked with oh, her, right. so that's 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 cool, and uh, she'll, she'll probably have more features and stuff on the album. I'm I'm betting, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, I forgot to do transition. <laughs> Next okay. song, Lumberjack. I mean, the album's out now, but he you here's our thoughts before we listen to the album. Yes, we have not listened to the new Tyler album yes. yet. Um, and we're waiting to do that together. Yes, the next the next episode will go into that. And deeply, probably because oh, we've yeah. listened to it too many times already. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see, though. Let's. Um, but Lumberjack. I mean, great from the first second. Great sample. Great. Um, two great. cups of blood. Um, it's pretty hard. Very like, yeah. crunchy drums. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of classic Tyler. He has mm-hmm. not lost his, you know, his roots. So that's yeah. good to hear. Um, that he's playing a character as usual. Mm-hmm. That that very in the throat type rapping mm-hmm. um that he does so well on many of his catchy classic chat, yes, he's catchy tracks yeah that catchy we catch ourselves saying all the time rolls um. royce pull up <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and another tease with what's your name which is a great little one i've been singing that one all day and i'm excited yep. to hear how it fits on the album because um i i don't know he's being very um cinematic with this one, of course, the other yeah. ones have been really cinematic, but more in the West a lot Angeles. more in the visual aspects for this. Yeah, and he, and, um, he you know, he's mm-hmm. doing his comedy sketches too, mm-hmm. which shows he's still holding on to that yeah. part of him, which I love. So I don't know, people. I saw a comment like, "Oh, he's gonna do a movie soon." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Uh, yes, Wes Anderson Tyler movie. He's on a train. He's <laughs> driving around the forest. Like, what's wrong with that? Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's all the notes I have. Wait, I have another song um, as well. Do you have another one other I, than those? No, I think that's it for me. I think that's it. I had another one that I, I've been really liking as well. Um, we have Shannon and the Clams. Have you heard of them? No. Um, like early 2000s, 2010s, like soul-inspired, like garage rock. It's They're pretty good. Uh, the lead singer, Shannon, of course, has amazing beautiful voice that can really uh, reach um, new heights uh, with kind of like Etta James-esque, but she really makes it her own. Yes. Yeah, they've been working with Dan Arbeck of the Black uh, Keys. Oh, Black Keys. Um, he was their guitarist and uh, did uh, some amazing stuff with them. And so now he's uh, producing his other people's music. And uh, this is a great little song. And... Uh, I feel like it'll be a Halloween song. It's called The Year of the Spider. Um, and uh, great lyrics, great um, song, um, similar to like their early stuff, I feel like. Um, like their second album, I forget what it's called. I think, I think it's Sleep Talk. Um, if I'm wrong, call me out. I feel free. But it's a great one, and I, I like it. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Oops. I'm ready All right. for albums. Okay. Okay. Today's theme. Summer albums. Yes. Trevor, what, what's your first album? Well, I was going to talk about... Oh, yeah. 
King Gizzard and the oh, Lizard yes. Wizard yes, the with their album. new album, and I feel like it fits for summer. Of course, it being yeah. released re- released right before summer. Yeah. Um, but Butterfly Three Thousand came out. Yeah, that's and, a beautiful. I mean, yeah. I knew from the cover, so it has like these fractalized images of butterflies. Um, they're like stickers or something. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it looks really cool. So I knew it was gonna be pretty experimental, kind of psychedelic. Um, but yeah, the, it's the same gizzard sound mm-hmm. that trevor showed me from my freshman year of college yeah um i fell in love with they got their catchy melodies and their mm-hmm. i don't even explain the gizzard sound. i don't know that's a whole nother episode but i <laughs> <laughs> uh, i am I'm, I'm always saying they're like rooted in like psych rock i feel like and this one has some psych rock influences but of course they're exploring new genres like with this one i think they're trying a new electronics and they've done that before with like Cy Boogie and other stuff yeah but this whole album um, the backbone of mm -hmm. this album is an arpeggiator Mm -hmm. and it's this really kind of an arpeggiating synth bell Mm -hmm. but it's not overwhelming it's it's muted in the high end a little Mm -hmm. bit but it's still high Mm -hmm. um and they warp it around a lot and uh, yeah and they build their chord progressions around this arpeggiating structure that keeps going throughout and mm -hmm. it's super cool and they have their classic drum patterns their mm-hmm. weird time signatures at times yes the drums are amazing um it, they can be very simple with i th- think they did kind of lo-fi type drums a few times but sometimes they can still be pretty prog rocky and just like helping the song progress in a type of way by just yeah. trying new things you know yeah this and just felt new it felt like they i think they got in a little bit of a rut. i mean that's a hot take but a little bit of rut oh. the last album um they were just getting all the microtone stuff out. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But that, now uh, they feel like they're on this... They're trying... What they've always done well is mm-hmm. they hop all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, this is a good hop. I, I like this hot yeah. hop. I think if you listen to the... From Dreams, that's my favorite song right now, mm-hmm. into Blue Morpho. I, I agree. It goes from this... It's a very uplifting, like almost like... Like euphoric mm-hmm. uh, with the arpeggiating. And then at one point it just switches into this minor version of the same arpeggio mm-hmm. and like changes the rhythm of it a little bit and mm-hmm. then it's a whole new song and I, yeah. just, I think that's really the cool. transitions in this album are amazing yeah. um they can be really quite sudden at times they remind me a lot of the nonagon infinity transitions i and it it didn't loop back to the beginning of course so it's not the same um i i, I tested that and it, it didn't work it was too much of a pause but they've got great transitions and great little snippets of uh sounds coming out from them and i'm glad ambrose had a um some singing on this one because i love his voice and uh, yeah that's pretty much all my thoughts on that one that's right. a great great record i like interior pe- oh, well, people that's like that's a good one summer albums now we go into summer albums. Do you want to start what i'm gonna got? say i mean my first album i always jump to in the summer is the bell album by al green um, such oh, a good yeah. record 1977 um for me what it is is i mean one there's a song called the summer song but um it i mean yeah that first catches my attention and it feels very summer but the entire album is extremely warm. It's almost staticky. It's the older production, mm-hmm. but it's so well mixed. And the um, the kick throughout and the bass have this really muted yet warm tone mm-hmm. that really kick, and it's just super funky. Um, and yeah, I just, that's all I have to say. It's just classic Al Green's um, tone and the, mm-hmm. his licks and his soul. It's, it's just and it's very repetitive. Each song is pretty long and mm-hmm. repetitive, but super catchy and oh yeah, great to just kick back to in the backyard or drive to because the 
bass and the kick is so nice. Um, so yeah, that's the Bell album. Yeah, Next. which oh. which song did Tyler sample on that one? Dreams? He sampled two different songs. He sampled Dreams. Dreams which is, is a the great last song. song, I think. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, would like, would you say the warmness comes from the studio on that one? Because I feel like with some of those seventy al- yeah. albums, I have a nineteen seventies album as well yeah, in this, so, and um, yeah. it it feels very warm as well. But my first one, the ultimate classic, the one I come to every summer, Jay Som. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I a almost... co, a n you know a- what I agree. K, uh, I second this wait, choice. K space K O. If you want to know how to spell and that. A co. But they're also in the description in our playlist yeah. for Apple and Spotify, and by the way. This one is, I think, bo- both of our, one of our favorite album covers yes. of all time. It's Favorite album it's cover? It's orange, and yeah, you'll know it when you see the orange favorite one. Favorite album. I think this is number one for me, for my favorite album, so I'm glad I'm going to talk about it from Are 2017. I know, I know. I, I know. I just I just love this album so much. Um, of course, does have some nostalgia factor because I did listen to it when it came out a lot and it was around summertime. I think it was around spring, but that's a huge part of summer albums. Yes, um, that's a huge part of summer albums. I do have to admit that that all the ones I have have some type of nostalgia, of course. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they all um, do uh, their little storytelling, whether it may be a lot of these albums feel like journeys almost in unique ways and even though I'm going to be saying it over and over again that they tell a story almost but that's just how an album can feel sometimes and I feel like uh, a lot of these are great examples except maybe one but we'll see we'll see but Jason Aniko is a beautiful beautiful album uh, full uh, sound leaking from her uh, guitar noises um, uh, usually multiple layers of those guitars um, and a lot of these songs have sections where it's very melodic of course with um, her beautiful voice. She has one of my favorite voices of all time. Um, very soft and sweet, but can re- reach um, very many um, different, very many, <laughs> a crazy amount of emotional range, whether it be uh, tender or happy or whatever it may be. Um, but uh, these songs can have those very melodic, you know, parts like that, but can unwind into the instrumental part where she's trying new things and maybe soloing out with a more gritty guitar and just trying new noises as the song progresses in unique yet cohesive ways that I just find amazing. And the lyrics are amazing. Um, like, <laughs> like w- one of the lyrics I remember the most is uh, Nighttime Drive on that one. Uh, where she's talking about shop shoplifting from Whole Foods. You guys, this is one of the best yes. songs. Like it, this is in my top mm-hmm. twenty. Just there's a yes. violin section. He'll talk about it. But. Yes, the violin section. Uh, I write my notes so tiny. Um, the bass on this, uh, especially "Peace Out," has this very powerful yet slow bass. Um, and a lot in a lot of these songs, she has these like sparse, sparing like little guitar layerings that go over each other and work off each other. And um, I forget which one. I think it might be Aniko, uh, uh, the the self-titled uh, song. But, oh, she uses these perfectly... Um, she cuts up her voice and turns it into almost like ghostly-sounding snippets. It's the most clever like resampling of like a singer's own voice in a song I've ever heard and use of space because mm-hmm. she builds up for like a minute there's mm-hmm. just this like almost ugly like you almost want to take your headphones off it's just mm-hmm. like, and it just drops out completely you're floating for a second and then 
these soft drums come in mm-hmm. that are just like, and then she's just, it's just her voice chopped up. Yeah. It's, it's so catchy too. Um, she writes the most catchy uh, guitar riffs. Wait, don't forget right after that, where she, that the voice comes in, the synth comes in. That's super echoey. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, the, there's so much echo on this and it's, it's not overwhelming, uh, not overwhelming shoegaze type reverb and echo, but it's it very like m- mixes all together perfectly with each instrument, and um, I be- I believe like each reverb kind of adds to the other and makes it more uh, important to the parts of parts of these songs. Yeah, I'd say um, that that nighttime drive song is what really caps this off mm-hmm. as a summer album. Just mm-hmm. that title in combination with the way that song makes you feel i would say if you don't have time to listen to the whole album start mm-hmm. with that song and then if that doesn't pull you in then mm-hmm. i don't put it yes i think from the very first song though Superbike, i feel like you will be able to tell Summer. it's got that opening guitar part that's just absolutely amazing and um just pulls you in i feel like and uh yeah i i can't re- recommend this one enough it's one of my favorite albums mm-hmm. and yes. it's just beautiful yeah. next Stop you stop cutting go. you off. I'm so sorry. No, it's sorry. fine. I had I had enough to say there. <laughs> we could talk about all these all day. I know. I really could. Okay. But... Yeah, wait. What is next for you? Or wait. What's next for you? Well, you said we had the same one. No, no, we don't. Oh, okay. I said... For me. Yeah, let's go back and forth. So you I go. have. For me, I mean, this one has a personal tie, but it it just feels like summer also. Um, and that's Keb Moe's live album from mm-hmm. 2016. It's just called The Hot Pink live album mm-hmm. um and yeah kemmo's an insanely talented blues artist lovely gritty voice um he sounds like he should be straining but he never is he can hit any no he wants to i swear mm-hmm. and uh impeccable blues guitar playing rhythmically mm-hmm. and cr- creatively um and this you know i just feel like this is the epitome of what it feels like to be at one of his concerts which i have often done in the summer which you know, gives me that feel. It's mm-hmm. these concerts where it's often just him on stage. You feel like you're in his living room and he makes these funny remarks in between. And by the end, he'll have everyone literally, even though it's a assigned seat show where everyone can't really move to dance, everyone's standing up in their seats and having mm-hmm. a good time. It just feels like summer every time. Um, and yeah, just amazing production, how they mic'd everything. Everything sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, well mixed beautiful moments with strings and with um drums with harmonica solos steel guitar solos uh piano solos mm-hmm. uh, yeah so just a great great listen mm-hmm. makes you feel like you're at a concert in the summer it, it so. really does i love i need to see him live though at some point i i have to because it just seems like an amazing experience but um with live albums i know it's obvious i, I mean it's a live album, of course, but the sound of the audience can really sell a record mm-hmm. this time, sometimes, um, for a live album, and he just, you know, has this presence that just makes everyone, you know, want to get down and groove. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing, and uh, he's an amazing musician, and yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely true, having a live audience, you know, mm-hmm. you, can, you feel other people's energy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what, what you got next? I got... Roy Ayers, Ubiquity, with Everybody Loves the Sunshine. Um, One of my favorite funk records. Well, it's kind of funk Funk jazz, funk soul jazz, jazz, a a whole lot of things. Roy Ayers is an amazing jazz musician, an amazing songwriter, and 
for this one, he just delivers a beautiful craft of uh, early jazz funk. Um, this was 1970. Um, of course, there was jazz. Of course, there was funk already. But uh, there wasn't a, like a crazy amount of jazz funk, and this is just a great example of it. Um, and a great intro to like the 70s. It <laughs> gives off that 70s vibe already, <laughs> being take being uh, released in 70. But um, he just uses um, the studio in perfect ways. Um, he recruits a lot of amazing singers for this album, a lot of beautiful female vocalists and uh, male vocalists, and he does a lot of singing on his own that's amazing. And he just layers all their voices perfectly, a lot of blending of voices perfectly where you don't even notice how many people are singing, and you're like, wait a minute, there's like five people singing there or like five Roy Ayers there. Um, and they they also do a lot of experimentation with the instruments of the 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 uh, album as well as vo vocal with experimenting um, off each other and just singing their hearts out it's quite amazing um, there's an amazing female vocalist on this album as well um, I don't know her name uh, her name is uh, Chica's I have the record right here and the other male vocalist is Chano O'Farrell masterful masterful solos as well like on the golden rod one of my favorite songs on this um, amazing horn sections and um, just great lyrics as well very catchy um, it ain't your uh, sign it it's your mind um, a great one very danceable um, of course the tiled track that has been mm -hmm. uh, trending every once in a while on TikTok everybody <laughs> loves the sunshine um, needs to be properly credited though maybe I just need to let people know but <laughs> it is one of my favorite songs it has this very beautiful humming electronics underneath it um great use of synths on this as well high pitch synth high pitch synth um reminds me of uh summer summer madness a lot by uh um oh my gosh my group is cool in the gang mm -hmm. uh it took me a second um but yeah a few of those songs have that high pitch in the background using it in different ways um Roy Ayers is especially good at the um vibraphone as well and he does some amazing solos on this that i i feel like it would he could just play forever you know just mm -hmm. changing and turning on uh new ideas with uh, his music and He's just an amazing songwriter, and I, I think he's worthwhile to check out. At least listen to Everybody Loves the, the Sunshine, um, one of the most inspiring songs I've heard. Oh, it's and so good. It feels like a classic summer song. It feels like sunshine. He has mm -hmm. this, this, just like Trevor mentioned, there's just this droning single tone the entire song mm -hmm. that's just like kind of high, but just like, mm -hmm. and it's just like, <laughs> it doesn't stop. And it, I don't know, it just puts you in a moment. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. And if you're looking for amazing um, vocals as well from the female vocalists and from Roy, um, People and the World is a great example of the, that and a very danceable song as well. So on to you. That as fast Next. as I can. I had a lot, I had okay, a lot okay. of ideas on that we're one. We're going to pick up the speed because we're already at 25 oh, minutes. Oh, gosh. Okay. We can do so, it. So, um, yeah, next. Oops. Okay. Next I have Black Party, uh, mm -hmm. Mango, album from 2016. This again is a very good kind of modern um indie alternative mm -hmm. almost hip-hoppy album um mm -hmm. but like low-key hip-hoppy there's mm -hmm. just some good beats in there that are more lo-fi um but yeah i mean 
Um, well, now I'm blinking. What is the name of the song? Uh, oh, Summer Love. Summer Love. I mean, that's a big reason why. Um, it's but, a short song, too, but, but it's It's symbolic perfect. because this song is, it just has this riff that's super pretty that just keeps mm-hmm. repeating. And his he has a really unique kind of almost squeaky, soulful voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't sound like anyone else. And mm-hmm. he, yeah, he's just talking about this summer love, this really brief fling, um, kind of just being himself with this person for a short season of time. And the song's only about a minute long. And so it feels right. And yeah, it almost ends on a, like a cliffhanger. Like it does this, yeah, he goes, la, la, la. And then you think mm-hmm. the song's going to keep going, but it doesn't, which I think is interesting. But lots of other good songs in there, too. There's one called Wanderlust. Um, mm-hmm. There's one where he's talking about, uh, I think it's called Bloom. Yeah, and so in this song, he says this repeated line over and over, I hope your flowers bloom, which I think, I mean, you could say that makes this a spring album, but whatever. I think that's one of the sweetest things to say to someone. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's just a really cool, uplifting kind thing and i mm-hmm. for to base a song around and this the song feels like that um yeah you see a lot of these kind of clunky almost zach villery sounding mm-hmm. synths and like drum sounds um he like pitches his voice up in the background mm-hmm. yeah but great album um yeah the cover is literally just him laying in some lily pads and it it's feels a nice cover feels like summer and I, that's the end of that one i need to listen to that one all right, up next we have Mara Beza Tobacco with their self-titled debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, album from Sweden um, featuring Gustav and Vanilla. <laughs> Great couple, and I love their music. They're heavily 80s influence, I feel like, at least with the kind of remixed vibe um, created like by Vaporwave and stuff like that um, via the internet. But... Um, they really got that lo-fi type energy, um, but they are creating pop songs that just found sound like lost music from the 80s, kind of. Like, you'd hear it in someone's basement randomly, and they're like, yeah, this weird band from the 80s. But it's from uh, 2017 as well, and the hit, TTYL, is a highlight from that. One of my favorite songs uh, ever, and this is probably in... I think all these albums actually are in like my top... 20, top 50 albums of all time. Um, it's always changing, though, of course. Um, but this one has um, amazing reverb. Of course, I, I, reverb just hits different during the summer. You, you understand? Also, it's good during the winter. But this type of reverb, this kind of fuzzy, um, hazy type reverb is just absolutely amazing on this album. They use um, the sounds of fuzzy lyrics and uh, fuzzy guitar and all that um, perfectly um, within each track when they uh, have it come up. Uh, a lot of great little guitar solos and um, very catchy riffs on that, this one as well. And uh, Vanilla and Gustav's voices kind of blend in an odd way. Gustav has um, a, 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 like a little tone-deaf voice not that 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 can't be good. People can ma- sing amazing songs um, with terrible sounding voices. I I love Juan Waters, and he doesn't have the most amazing voice ever. Um, but neither does Gustav. But he, I think that he knows, and he plays it off perfectly. Absolutely ama- amazing the way he uses his voice. Um, whether it's through a a very fuzzy filter and 
being very deadpan about the lyrics. It still has emotion. It still has something else to it. You know, it still feels like something. And Vanilla has the um, a very beautiful voice, and they do a lot of duets together. Um, let's see if I wrote uh, which one. He definitely knows how to use his yeah, voice. Yeah, he definitely know how, knows how to use his voice, but Vanilla has an amazing uh, performance on most of these songs. Um, a Little Longer is a great example of her shining on her vocals, um, and they're very flowing, they're very beautiful, and um, they fit perfectly um, as choruses, as verses on every single song that they use um, all their voices on. They, they uh, do a little few instrumentals that are kind of short, uh, that are very sleepy sometimes, a little slower than the main songs, but they kind of keep it up with the um, energy with these classic, very simple drum beats um, that are far away and lo-fi and all that. And uh, they really just create uh, that good storytelling vibe. Uh, the lyrics are amazing. Um, Almost Home has some um, very charming, funny lyrics on it so that catchy. are still um, sweet and loving in their own way. Um, Ali McBeal is a great finisher to the album and, um, another, I think, well-known song from them. Um, uh, and the Kiss of Death, uh, the fuzz vocals on this song, um, and the lyrics on this one are absolutely amazing, and, uh, it's a catchy song, um, about death. <laughs> so that's fun. Uh, yeah, great one continue you up oh. next big boy i only have two left wait me too what are the chances yeah two left perfect mm -hmm. okay so this one is another nostalgia one but it's so good mm -hmm. it's wham's make it big oh yeah from 1984 i mean it literally starts with wake me up before you go go which just you know that song gets you going i need to make you... that my alarm yeah honestly. exactly it gets you it's a perfect 80s song mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's just can't yeah. go wrong with that no it wakes you up before you go go and you have the you just have a good mood and you're like yeah i'm clapping to everything mm -hmm. and then you go into everything she wants which i don't even have to trevor doesn't even have to say mm. anything but i know he loves that song too i do that not only is tied Amazing to song. yeah it's tied to just a f this one summer where i got really into it and it was a really good summer i think it was like 2016 but just a a perfect song i mean in the drum part well, in um, the intro, and uh, the George sense. Michael did everything in that song. He produced that song, and it's gorgeous. His, mm -hmm. his display of his voice and his range and emotion, where he's saying, "Somebody help me." Um, that's what he says, right? Yes. Yeah. Somebody help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's so it's hard not to sing. You can't to not song. sing the whole song. Of like, course, I look... you've heard it like a million times on the radio. Of course, I hadn't heard um, it on the radio that much. I, I'd hear it every once in a while, and it's like an ultimate classic. Classic mm -hmm. of George Michael is an amazing singer. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and just so the production, good. the the beat, mm -hmm. and the chord progression. Anyway, I could talk so about eighties. Yeah, you got definitely influenced like the bands we we're talking about like Marbo oh, yeah. Tobacco definitely. and of course there are a little some of the songs are a little outdated but like it doesn't matter they're like Heartbeat is kind of hard to look Careless for me Careless Whispers to is on there yes that's, Yo. so you end the album with Careless Whisper and that song you know it's a meme of course but it's still a great song it's an extremely moody song um it's, it's actually pretty funky if mm -hmm. I'm being like, oops I just played it don't sue us um <laughs> one but, second yeah but yeah I think the hardest song for me to get through is Heartbeat, but it doesn't matter. That whole that album's very summer. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yes. Boom. Boom. Okay, I need to be like you. It's uh, hard. Don't talk too much. It's hard. All right. Next up, I have Washed Out with Powercosm from 2013. I can't believe it's eight years old. That's crazy. Um, but this album, um, very storytelling-esque, um, like I was talking about. Most of these are. It's a beautiful, enchanting journey, though. Um, feels like you're on some type of vacation with a very uh, breathy vo- vo- vocal washed out. Um, the transitions in this um, album are absolutely amazing. The first uh, song into probably the entire first half of this album and the second half is very good as well. But um, the first couple songs are just prime example of the amazing transitions in the, this album's from Entrance, which is, of course, just an entrance song, of course. Um, so, obviously, it's going to go into the next one. But with the little strings and the little sounds of birds and everything, um, it, it just flows so perfectly well into All Feels Right, which is just a standout track, very danceable, very um, perfect in the way... I Yes, I, I would say the song is perfect. That, that song on this album is very, very amazing. And um, it just flows into this very, like, synth-heavy, like, changing type, um, just danceable, beautiful song. And um, at the end, it transitions into, like, a crowded room almost, and it goes into the next song, Don't Give Up, which is just absolutely amazing with its drums as well. And at the end of that song, it just per- fits perfectly into um, the... I, I'm sorry, I can't get over the 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 dance hall um, sounds that are in the, the first one. The sounds of the crowd. I do love sounds of crowds, um, but it just fits so perfectly, and they're like interacting with the music almost, and it they slowly felt fade out, then come back in. Um, it's absolutely amazing how he transitions throughout these songs. He uses the bird again um, in the later half of uh, the album, which I thought was a great. Um, reuse of the motif and um it's just amazing building synths uh cuts them up kind of in some tracks and makes them kind of disjointed but it all still works in like a funky type of way a uh, lots of building of um atmospheric type sounds he does like like those sounds a lot and um just great use of uh synths and um great modern modern example of dream pop as well um, and he was inspired by cl- uh, psychedelic rock for this, which is surprising because there's not really a lot of guitar or anything. Um, of course, there's a little, but it's it's amazing. And oh, there's a great acoustic guitar part on here as well. Um, just just amazing. And the Paracosm, uh, the t- song name after the song has this great reverse um, parts going through the back of it, which are just absolutely amazing. Anyway, that's that's that. I love that album. Oh, it's always a fun one to go back to. I need to listen to that one. I have it on vinyl. You can just, just take it from my room. Sounds I'm great. I'm gonna take it from his room. Take All right. it from my room. So <laughs> this, what you got? Last one. This is my oh. last one. Um, and uh, I've avoided talking about it just because you know I. It's yeah. hard to talk about your favorite album of all time. Yes. So this this is not only my favorite summer album, but it's my favorite album period, and probably will be forever. But who knows? I'm gonna get a tattoo of it. <laughs> yeah, I want to get tattooed. That's how big this album is. <laughs> um, and it's "Songs in the Key of Life." I'm literally looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah, it's over my piano. "Songs in the Key of Life" by Stevie Wonder is 1976 
magnum opus, masterpiece pinnacle of his career. I'm going to grab it. Um, I'm looking at it. Yeah, I mean, Stevie Wonder's my father. Um, He is? Yeah, literally. No, he's... I wish, but no, he's... I don't think any musician has had more influence on me and my family. Um, I mean, arguably there's a few others, but I also know my sister, Yasmin, loves this album as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And what the way I describe this album and why it's good for summer, and I'm going to be honest, it's good for every season, every single Mm -hmm. season. But it's, I always say this album just feels like life, period. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like it touches on almost everything every emotional thing you can go through (laughs) um especially in terms of love but you know you he goes through the seasons of love of growing in and out of it he goes through he talks about faith um his faith and the ideas of eternal love no matter what um no matter what physical things are around you and what things Mm -hmm. remain constant through love um but yes so I, that's not even getting into the instrumentation. I mean, this is some. I mean, I wish is one of the funkiest tracks of all time. Obviously, Sir Duke, a, mm-hmm. a tribute to the late uh, legend. Um, and we, uh, yeah, I don't have even. I'm gonna open up the track list. I mean, it's right here. Um, loves in. I'm just going to order. Loves in need of love today is mm, beautiful great song. Great way to yeah. open it. Great love. Super long. That's another good thing about this album. Every song is very long. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing in a good way because he's you're taking in these seasons of your life and they I don't know and they really dive into all of his emotions at the time through the soul in his voice through the ins- instrumentation um, but yeah and then you have have a little talk with gods more slow song um, super soulful you got village ghetto land he's where he's doing this weird almost like baroque sounding era thing where it's mm-hmm. like this harpsichord mm-hmm. and it's like but it's super soulful, great melody, <laughs> contusions, just this instrumental where you have this electric guitar solo. It actually might be a synth, but I'm not sure. Um, it's almost chaos, but in a good way. Uh, funky. Then you go into Sir Duke, as we said. Um, then Sir I w- Duke is yeah. an amazing song. Right, right. And so now he's going into those funky songs. He's getting to the part of life where you're partying and you're just like, I mean, and I wish he's thinking about nostalgia. He's thinking about being a kid, saying mm-hmm. he wishes those days would come back. Knocks me off my feet. It's the yeah. first huge love song of this album, um, and that song just feels like summer and spring. That, that song feels like falling love in love with someone, in my opinion. Um, then you have Pastime it Paradise. Does. I agree with that. Yeah, um, Pastime Paradise is great for those days where you're not really doing much. You're kind of just laying around, mm-hmm. soaking in the sun. Um, that's been sampled in Gangster's Paradise. Um, <laughs> you have Ordinary Pain. Is another amazing love song. Um, isn't she lovely? I mean, oh, I mean, everyone knows that song, but that's an the, amazing song. <laughs> that's about I his love the daughter. Little, the little audio snippets in it. It's it's he just it's eight minutes long, but it does not get boring the <laughs> no. entire time. And his voice is sh- just shines on that one. You can feel how much he loves yeah, his, daughter. Uh, his daughter, and y- you can really. I, yeah. Like, yeah, there's no words. You just gotta, you yeah, gotta hear you, his voice. You just gotta hear it. Um, like, it, yeah. there's there's no other voice I've heard sing a song like that, mm-hmm. and he just does it in his own unique way. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and exact. Yeah, it's just it's joy incarnate. Um, I'm not gonna go into every song, but yeah, you. Got oh, and the harmonica solo. The harmonica solo. Oh yeah. Oh wait. Uh, 
Which one was your alarm? Oh, that's so. I'm almost there, but yeah, I am singing, which is yeah, it's translated from that Spanish word. Um, Mm -hmm. Beautiful song. If it's magic, is just this kind of this harp song. Mm -hmm. As don't even get me started. That's just my favorite song of all time. Um, Super repetitive, and that's the one that's just about. I feel like that is the climax of this album of Mm -hmm. just. I mean, that's arguable, but he's just raining out in this it, this idea of eternal love and mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing um and then yeah the rest of the Nasty. album's great and that's it i just yeah another star, <laughs> another star was your alarm right oh no yeah. as oh as as my alarm because it gets me to good moods during the day okay <laughs> I, I, uh, my last one I started a lot on that one just because yes, th- there's too much to say so. there's so much to say it's a long it's a long beautiful album and the bonus tracks are amazing too like that's two LPs and then a 45 with four songs on it that's just amazing that's yeah. so much music and it there's no bad song on this album there's no bad song, there's no bad song. okay next I Finale. have Torah Imoise Boo 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 boo, and uh, yeah, this this album has a really good place in my heart, probably top ten. Oh, yeah. Um, but I remember seeing it in music Music Millennium, and I believe it like was a month after it came out, and there was still a bunch of records. And I was like, oh, Toro y Moi, nice, got a new album. Why is no one buying it? You had no idea. And then I got taken into this amazing beautiful perfectly blending journey of an album and i know i've said that electronic pop um experimental experimental Mm -hmm. can be slow can be somber but can still pick up and get go hard with the lyrics go hard with the vocals he knows how to catch your ear yes he's amazing songwriter and the opening song mirage one of my favorites and I sense again. He hopes everybody has a good time, <laughs> and and we really do. Like I'm not joking. Mm-mm. Like from that first song, you were just taken on a journey of kind of '80s inspired, but not really '80s. I, I'm more thinking like the sounds on this album are like nothing I've heard before. Um, synth wise, um, he uses these very like sparse, like little electronic beeps almost, but they're they're they sound just so nice um very summery sounding like that high-pitched drone i was talking about but done in a different kind of fashion and the synths on this album are amazing he um doesn't do too much guitar stuff but there's of course a little guitar in there probably labyrinth Um, labyrinth oh in order don't let me yeah no i'm not really going in order um but labyrinth has Top ten songs of all time. Uh, yeah, um, amazing, very emotional. Feel like you have to listen to this one at night, driving around, just driving around anywhere, like one a.m. type type beat. You know, his, his drum track on it is very clunky. Mm-hmm. It's not quantized at all, but it's yeah. he just repeats this one bar the whole time. And you just get mm-hmm. in a trance with this like bouncy mm-hmm. bass synth, and then mm-hmm. this other. Uh, synth that's bouncing off yes. a bit. It's very like ugh, it's know. it's it's amazing. His drums <laughs> on this album are especially amazing on Labyrinth, on Mona Lisa, on Girl Like You. Um, I feel like some of them. Uh, I feel like some of the songs are definitely hip hop and trap influence with their type of drums sounds that he's using, but used in a, a new um, 
unique way. Um, amazing lyrics. One of my favorite lyrics all pretty much my entire career of listening to music. Mm-hmm. Um, this apocalypse is never ending is the best line I've ever heard in the entire context of the song. Just I just say it sometimes to myself um, after living through COVID, but uh, it's just it's just amazing. Um, inside my head, a very perfectly mixed uh, car driving type song as well, and he kind of has has some funky bass on this. His bass is amazing, um, and kind of flows with the music sometimes. Um, I forget which song. I'm thinking of a Mirage has a great mm. bass line. Of course, I keep going back to that that one, but that that one's amazing. Um, he uses some great little snippets in the background. One song, I forget. I, I think it might have been No Show, but it had um, him singing like a five part harmony with like different uh, different little parts in it as well. But there was a one line that just was very subtle and I only noticed it recently but it was just him singing like a completely different line underneath all those other lines that were kind of singing the same thing in different ways it was very interesting um he just combines all these different genres just perfectly hip-hop dream pop electronica indie-tronica um it's just an amazing album pavement has a great transition um into don't try um that uses this little audio snippet it's it sounds like someone speaking japanese i can't really quite tell it's it's very like distant room sounding um kind of enchanting in some type of way um and um she uses um madeline kenny at the end of the album for a little hidden track um as well um that that is quite beautiful a little um apart from her um what is wrong with uh, this world is another amazing one with amazing lyrics. Um, the bass is absolutely genius on that song. Um, every song is just amazing. Uh, uh, like three instrumentals on this one that um, just feel like you're in a movie. Um, whatever you're doing, believe me, whatever you're doing, it'll feel like you're in a movie. Um, it's it's just amazing and one of my favorite albums. And uh, yeah, I, it's a good summer one. Well, and guys, I hope you enjoy. <laughs> we did it. See, I mean, we this was hard to keep concise. I know. You see, we um, made it to 50? We did our best. I, no, we did wait. our best. But listen, this is, you know. <laughs> I'll cut it down. There's probably going to be a lot this, of cutting. These albums were worth nerding out yes. about, and this was bound to happen. But we tried yeah. our best. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, yeah, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Yeah, and thank you so much. Tune in next week. We have four Lots albums today albums. alone. Faye Webster. Ta- uh, Tyler, Tyler the Creator. Taylor Webster. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Webster. Faye Webster, Tyler Hiatus, the Creator, Hiatus Coyote, Coyote, and Nova King. Nova King. All and I, oh, and the Murlocs too. I got the Murlocs. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah listen to all go. those, and we'll meet up uh, a few weeks and yes. talk about it. So two yeah. weeks. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry if this episode was late. Anyway, oh shaker, shaker. Wait, wait. Okay, here shakers. we go.